Blog Talk Radio. It's time for In the Zone with T-Pain, where we look at everything the real way. Real talk, real problems, real solutions. And now, here's your host, T-Pain. Well, hello, everyone out there. This is T-Pain, and you are in the zone with T-Pain and crew. What's up, Doc? What's going on, T-Pain? Not much. Kimberly Giver could not be here with us tonight. She's our additional co-host. And in the studio live, we have none other than Prophetess Doritha Rivers. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm blessed and highly favored. That's what I'm talking about. And we are so honored to have you here with us talking about such a serious topic. Um, uh, The show for tonight is dealing with issues concerning not broken. And I know that's uh, been pretty heavy, but then we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and hit it off, and uh, and start from the hip. Now, one of the things that women have a problem with, and a lot of times, and and more than it should, is dealing with things from outside, and having outside issues being brought into the home, outside issues being brought into things that's happening in the church. And especially a lot of women who are in ministry, yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and they get hit so many times in so many different ways. The question is, how do women mend from broken relationships? And when I say relationships, I'm not just talking about relationships with a man. Maybe relationships with the kids. Uh, maybe relationships with a, a sibling. Yeah. You know, how do women men from broken relationships and and Prophetess Rivers, you know, you go ahead and uh, and you can break this down for us because I'm going to be asking you some additional questions along the way of this. But let's start there. The first thing I would say to be healed from a broken heart out of my experience that I have very it's been a, a very painful experience that I have gone through in life. Um the number one thing that you got to do is to forgive. Mm. And if you want to ever overcome dealing with um, a broken heart and dealing with broken, um, you've got to overcome the difficult in the situation without correcting it and eliminate it and saying that, you know, sweep it under the rug, you know, that was then, but some things you just need to deal with. Mm-hmm. And like I tell people, Sometimes you just have to open up and talk. Um, Sometimes people may say, well, who can I go to? Who can I relate to? Mm -hmm. What I'm dealing with because it's so painful that I just want to hold this secret inside. Now, why do you think that is? Do you think that um, people want to hold the secret inside because they fear being judged? Yes. Um, Special... Uh, from a leader uh, perspective, a lot of times a leader don't want to share what they are going with with the sheep because a lot of times you have people so judgmental yeah. where they would judge you um, from not the right perspective but from a different angle. So a lot of times I'm finding, as in myself, who could you talk to? Right. And a lot of people may ask the question, um, 
as you being a leader or a woman or a man that walketh in ministry, mm-hmm. who is there for you? Mm-hmm. And they will always, it will lead back, they will say, okay, what about the armor bearers? The armor bearers are supposed to be the next thing closest to you. Mm-hmm. But you have to fail to realize and then as sensitive on the other side, you are dealing with things as well as the people that's connected to you are dealing, are with, dealing things. with things. Right. So sometimes you don't want to take what you are dealing with to overpower them. Because you've got to remember some people cannot handle a whole lot of pressure. Wow, say that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially with them going through the pain. Mm-hmm. See, when pain and pressure come together, you know, you got disaster. Right. If you don't know how to handle and to overcome that. So sometimes people deal with things in secret. But one thing I did learn and Everything that I undertake to do, I send it around the Bible. Because God told us there's a script out there for everybody. It mm-hmm. may be a woman, it may be a man, a girl, or boy, or a pastor, or a woman that listening to me right now. There's a script out there says in Isaiah 53 and 5. Mm-hmm. It began to say that he was wounded. Mm-hmm. For our transgression. In other words, God said the broken that you're dealing with already done did. Mm-hmm. Already mm-hmm. done been through it. So yeah. that's the past. Yeah. And he began to say that he said he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. And he said the chastisement of his peace was upon him. He said by his strikes we are healed. Mm-hmm. So that lets me know it don't matter what type of brokenness we may be dealing with from relationship any type of hurt, there is healing. Mm-hmm. I said, there is healing. Now, do you think that when a person uh, gets to a place where they become broken in spirit, um, that it's because they didn't really pay attention to some signs or some things? Mm. Mm. Well, sometimes things can come and sidetracker. Mm-hmm. It can come sideswipe. Yes. You know, there's just like, have you ever been driving on the road and you haven't changed to switch over lane and you so happen to be switching over, but there's a car that's on the side of you that you didn't recognize mm-hmm. that Blindside. you even looked in the mirror yeah. that it blindsided. <laughs> so that's sometimes that's how brokenness comes. It has a tendency of creeping up because what has happened in our past, that was some stuff that was land dominant. Yeah. And then what happened when we got another broken place mm-hmm. and another pain, all of this have the tendency of building up. Mm. It builds up over a period of time. So um, when we find ourselves uh, in there not eliminating the very thing that what started from the beginning, we sometimes we have emotion like anger, we start feeling rejected, bitterness, sadness, and now wait, wait a minute, there, prophetess. <laughs> now we 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 were talking about some people in leadership that have this. The anger should anger be a part of? Break that down for me. Yes, because remember, leaders mm-hmm. are just like we are ordinary people. Literally. Literally. We believe it again. Okay, okay. <laughs> see, see, I like to keep it real. All right. Keep all right. Come on, come on. If you cut me and you cut yourself, 
the same blood you bleed, I'm going to bleed too. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying, as a leader, a leader deals with stuff just as the ordinary people. Mm -hmm. They have pain. They go through things. They deal with things. But in this hour, you know, uh, it's, it's the point of we have to become what we are preaching. And when I speak of the word anger, what I mean, you know, a lot of times you got a lot of leaders they will take their anger and their frustration out. They'll take it out on the people. Is that a good thing? No, that's not a good thing because there needs to be a boundary in that. All right. Now. Because remember, you still have a call and you have a charge to keep. All right. And you cannot let what you are dealing with to overpower the people. Because guess what? You have a tendency to hurt people, hurt other people. Yeah. So you have to um, begin to bring a balance. And that's one thing as a leader they really need to get in the face of God what God can bring healing to them as they continue to lead the people. Because when you have the tendency, uh, you will begin to go in a shutdown mode uh, if you're not able to handle the pressure. Okay. Did that pretty much answer your question? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Because, you know, um, a lot of times, People think because you're in a leadership position, you're not supposed to feel, you're not supposed to uh, get hurt, and you're not supposed to have emotion. Uh, but, you know, the Bible do teaches, uh, uh, you know, you you can get angry but sin not. That's right. Right. That's the word. That's right. You know, and, and we expect for the leaders to be on this pedestal where they're almost not human. And, and I think what you said about uh, who do... The leaders turn to when they have a problem, and that's a good question. So, who do they turn to? Well, that is a good question. And like I said earlier, uh, we're living in the 21st century. You know, back in the Bible days, that was those that was really assigned uh, to ministry to be God's servant, such as Elisha mm -hmm. was for Elijah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you remember uh, that when he was dealing with different things, they are so close to know that I'm, I'm walking with this person, but at the same time, I can sense that this person is dealing with something. Yes. And not at the same time to take what they are dealing with to look at them in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, 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 it's a bad thing, but I'm just believing God in this hour that God says that, the time is going to come that he's about to raise up some bottom. Mm. Back in the day, uh, Apostle Paul. And Bartimus was an encourager. Mm. And that's what leaders need, a lot of encouragement. But a lot of times they find themselves um, as leading the people. Sometimes they being wounded by the sheep that they are leading. Wow. Oh, yes, yes. Wow. See, pain is not just dealing with relationships, mm -hmm. but sometimes some leader dealing with the pains of the sheep. You know, and, and, and that's, that's uh, interesting because a lot of times leaders trust the wrong people. Yeah, they do. And because they trust the wrong people, and, and me and my mom was having a conversation about this uh, the other day, that you need to be careful who you bring into your bosom because the person you bring into your bosom could be the one that kill you. That's right. So, let me ask you this. Uh, so, in the trusting part and having someone that you can talk to, 
who should a leader talk to? Because I'm pretty sure there are a lot of leaders out there who uh, feel like, well, since um, I'm, I'm a pastor, I can only talk to pastors. Uh, since I'm a minister, I can only talk to ministers uh, <laughs> who are going through the similar thing that I'm going through. Who would you say that those individuals need to talk to? Well, I would say in this hour, I just, one of my goals is, is to see that pastors, leaders get together, form a group where we can just come in and talk about everyday issues. Wow. Mm -hmm. Where one, maybe an overcome in an area can help sharpen the other. Wow. And what the other one don't have, the other one can help shop the other one. So this is what I'm longing to see in the body of Christ, that the uh, leadership will come with one accord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that they can be able to come together and meet at such a time that they can begin to discuss different matters. Wow. And that it will never filter egg out to the body of Christ. Wow. Mm -hmm. But it can be a solve amongst the leaders. You know, I think that would be a great thing. Yeah. You know what? And uh, and and that's just confirmation in the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, putting that kind of thing together. That's what wow. We're, we're doing with the uh, the chambers of churches. Yeah. Um, because that is a restoration process when those who are spiritual restore back right to a spiritual yeah. state. Yeah. So now, with that having been said. Should we be careful who we let try to restore us if we're broken? How do you recognize? <laughs> okay, what are you saying? I kind of break that down. Okay. Um, from what angle you're coming from. Okay. Would you break that down just yes, a little bit more? Yes, ma'am. The Bible teaches, ye who are spiritual, restore one another back. To a spiritual state. Correct. So if you're not spiritual, you can't come and speak into me and restore right. me back to where I need to be because, first of all, you're not where you need to be. Correct. Okay. So now, with that being said, should we not be careful who we let restore us or speak back into us because we need substance and spiritual spiritual gifts and spiritual anointings is a thing of substance. Right. And it's what your spirit needs to feed off of, just like food. Yeah. That's it. So should we not be mindful and careful of those people we let come in in the act of restoring? That's right, because you know what? Um, you have to be very careful because the word says, don't even take counsel with the ungodly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I often believe if we're not on the same page, you know mm -hmm. what? How can you tell me something that you never overcome? Wow. But you know? it's not about the money then. It's not right. about how much money they got, right? It, it, it's not about that. Uh, how big the church is? Oh, no, it's not even about that. Okay. Because, you know, I'm finding out now it's a lot of big leaders, mm -hmm. got big mega ministries. Mm -hmm. But there are some people there, and even the leader themselves are dealing with stuff. Mm -hmm. And as we see and have heard of things have come to pass, they have fallen through the cracks. They have fallen through the so cracks. So it's not about mega. Mm -hmm. That's when I tell people it's not even about that. Mm -hmm. But it's about knowing who you are in God. 
I see, but a lot of them want the mega ministries without the spiritual foundation. Well, you know what? It's not going to work. Because guess what? It's going to have to build on spiritual. Like I tell people, if you come in with something, if you don't have no nourishment or nothing, the Bible say, you know, the, the people will perish. If you don't have nothing, no substance, as you say, substance, you don't have nothing to offer the people. Because you know what? People grow by what you give them mm -hmm. and what you show them in the Word. And if you don't have something in your life, enough substance to help somebody, how is you going to help somebody that is dying? Because wow. substance that sustains wow. you. That's yeah. right. And if you are uh, spiritually malnourished, you don't have any substance. Yeah. Right. That's right. So you, how can you help me? Because the Bible says the blind lead the blind. We both fall in the ditch. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me something that you did not master. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she said, you know, how, how can you tell me something? And, and like I tell people, in this hour, I need somebody to preach to me that done in spirit. Mm -hmm. wow. And see, I thank God for the things that I have went through just a year ago. The things that I experienced in my brokenness, even, you know, even in my marriage. You know what? It didn't make me bitter. It made me better. Mm -hmm. Because what I went through just last year, oh, my God, I come out with a grade of anointing. I come out really knowing who I really were mm -hmm. and what my true calling were. Mm -hmm. You know, some things looked bad, but God took what looked bad and it working for my good. That's right. Because like I say, you know, it may went the other way and some folks away, you know, um, Prophet is, you know, the prophet is ended up in jail. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Some things that went bad in my relationship, I ended up on the other side as the bad person. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It don't even matter because God told me even in all of that, he was going to get the glory. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. sometime along this walk, we don't never know what we got to encounter. Mm -hmm. Because like I tell people, that was a price for the anointing. Yes, That's yes, right. Yes, and I thank God for me going through my brokenness. Well, I can be able as a leader and as a woman to speak into somebody else's life and let them know. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go through the things that you are going through. You can be an overcomer. And there is a way for you to escape. Oh, yes. Well, you know, Prophetess Rivers, I'm, my mind is just going. I want to go so many directions because this is good. This is really good. This is good. Um, my, mind is, my mind goes on... Uh, the relationship that Ruth and Naomi had. Yeah. Um, we're talking about, you know, how do you heal when you hurt and, you know, how do you trust individuals and things of that nature. And I want to point out the fact of having a covering. Um, even though uh, Naomi was hurt yeah. by the tragedy that happened, she still was in a place where she was effective to help Ruth. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Is it safe to say that even if your covering is hurting, they still should have some clear direction of how to lead you? Is it, would, you would you say that that is true? Well, that is true because the fact is, uh, as my experience, again, everything that I'm talking now, mm -hmm. this is through my experience. Mm -hmm. And as long as still ministering to the people as whole, mm -hmm. that nothing around me, nothing was lacking, nothing was missing, nothing was broken, that the people were yet still receiving what they need to receive as me being a leader. Wow. Um, what you have to do, you have to continue 
um, not to stop your main thing and remember your main substance. You, you know that God called you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though you're in a broken state, you're dealing with some painful situation, it goes back. God called you. Yes. Yeah. And if God the one that chose you for this, my God, you just going to have to know, you know, even though I'm dealing with this uh, pain, this betrayment, this denial that I'm dealing with right now. And no matter it, what it looks like. It don't matter what it looks like. Mm -hmm. It all takes me back to the cross. Amen. Wow. It, it all wow. goes back to Jesus, the crucifixion. Wow. It goes back to the cross. Okay, so God began to tell us, he said, um, yourself likewise. So you just got to continue on. And in the process, like I tell people, in my experience, Yet I was preaching, but a lot of times when God gave me a word, I was preaching my own deliverance. Wow. And I was being healed in the midst mm -hmm. of me delivering my word. Well, let me ask you that. Is that possible? Is that possible where you can be preaching and you deliver your own self because of what you're going through? Because, you know, you don't necessarily want to tell anybody, but God will give you a word that's for the people. But in the midst of you preaching, is it really possible that you can deliver your own self by your own word? True, because guess what? The word comes to you first. That's right. <laughs> Amen. The Amen. word comes to you first. So you got to remember when the word comes to you first. Anytime God give me a word, I start examining myself. Wow. wow. And I will find myself a lot of times when God give me, say, oh, wow, God, this is for me. Mm -hmm. I know you're giving me to, to deliver this to the body of Christ. But this word is for me. And at that moment, guess what? I start aligning that word Medicaid. Wow. And I start putting it in the defective areas. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. My, God. I, my God. I start, <laughs> oh, my God. I feel something. Okay, I, I start putting that word Medicaid, the affected areas that's in my life. Medicaid. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. I like right. that. Because, you right. know, the word is a healer. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Yes, uh-huh. And it's good for whatever else. Yes. And see, a lot of times preachers preach to the people, yes. but I feel the you know, I'm not going to fall through the crack helping everybody else. Wow. Because I remember what Paul say, I'm preaching to everybody else, but I don't want to become a castaway. That's right. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of God giving me word, building somebody else up, I'm building myself up mm -hmm. as I'm going forth in the word. Well, I can continue. Oh, my God. Because I remember what he told me years ago. He said, you will be able to be a repair of many breaches. My Lord. And he said, you're going to be able to bring healing to the broken and to the wounded place. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what God was talking about. Amen. Oh, my God. What, what are you talking about? But now, you in this season in my life, I can clearly understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Because now he has brought such of a strength upon me yes. that when I see someone come in my midst, I can identify a broken woman. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? I've been there. Wow. Or I can sit and listen and hear a pastor or a prophet or a bishop or a apostle in the pulpit, I can recognize that they done been where I done been at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I automatic, my God, I can sense when someone done been in that area or current in that area, and it may seem like they are stuck, and right then and there, God start ministering to me. And a lot of times, I go in prayer for that individual, because guess what? God shall took me through. And I know the process of getting through it mm -hmm. and coming out. Wow. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said it's a process of going through yes. and coming and out. Coming out. Yes. See, when you come out, then you can look back 
to where you were mm-hmm. and see where you are now. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I thank God for everything, all the brokenness, all the pain, all the things that I had to suffer and go through. It helped me. Yeah. Now I'm able to pull somebody else out. Mm-hmm. I'm able to be able to tell somebody else, guess what? You can preach and you can take the mask off. Wow. Just be real. Wow. If I'm hurting, I'm just hurting. Yeah. I- I'm dealing with this. Y'all pray for me. Guess what? Because guess what? I'm not going to be in this place for long. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. I'm not going to be in this place for long. Because you know what? There is a bomb in Gilead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it will heal. Yeah. Glory to God. It will heal. Yes, it will. And wow. this thing will pass. Mm-hmm. Some way, somehow. And I thank God. You know, God is aligned me. I'm getting ready to um, begin to start writing on my book. Um, out of the things that I experienced back last year in 2011, um, God gave me uh, a word after I had went through what I went through. He says that you're going to write a book. It says, From Beauty to Ashes. Mm. But you, as a woman, can reveal. Wow. So I can tell a woman today, you can reveal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not over. It's not over. Because yes. you know what? Like I often tell people, if God brought you to it, he can take you through it. Yes, he can. And guess what? He allowed you to do it because he knew that you can handle it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks say, why, why did this happen? Can I tell you? It's no mishap in God. If God brought you to a situation, guess what? It ain't even about you. Mm-hmm. But it's about the person that next door to you. Wow. It's about the people that maybe are three blocks over from you. Maybe it's somebody in another state. Mm-hmm. But God said, I'm allow you to go through it because guess what? I see enough that I have invested in you as my daughter or my son that you're gonna come out of this. You may be crying now, but you're gonna be able to reveal and you coming out and you're gonna be greater than who you were when you went in it. You know, and and I'm glad you said that and you made that point. I'm often um, um, saying to some people that I mentor that God placed a seed in all of us. Ooh. Right. And uh, and there are seeds of gifts that are lying inside of us yeah. until a certain point in time. Yes. Right. In order for you to really know what is really inside of you, it has to be tested. You're right. And so, and then once you go through that, then God, go ahead and uh, and break. We have a call on the line. I'm sorry, but uh, before uh, you actually uh, get to the actual next level of your gift, right? God, go ahead and He just brings some other things out. So now you know. Yeah, I know. See, you broke the book. That's it. You broke the book in that whole process. And uh, look, you didn't have beautiful ashes before. Right, but you got beautiful ashes afterwards. Right, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Wow. And uh, and and I think that's key. Right, I think that's very key that God is giving us all beauty. That's it for the ashes. Yes. That's right. Yes. But you have to be willing to trust Him in the burning part that creates the ashes. And that's what a lot of people don't yeah. want to go through. Right. Let it burn. Burning. But you got that. to. Yeah. That was like chapter one. Let it burn. Let it burn. No, that was that was burning up. That wasn't one you. That was hers. That was hers. Oh my God! But anyway, the girl. Let it burn. Burn it up. So if you want to get to the next place, and you know what? So phenomenal about this whole thing, I was preaching that Friday night, and the word that God gave me, He said, "Tell
And I was preaching about Peter, how Peter went to jail. Oh, <laughs> and how the church was continuing to pray. And whoever thought I didn't even have a clue that I was preaching my own deliverance. And that Monday, mm-hmm. I was tried by the very word that I released on that Friday night. What? So that's when I tell folks never. You, you, you're talking about a woman. I'm, I'm 43 years old. Mm-hmm. Never been to jail a day in my life. But you know what? God said you had need to go that way because guess what? When I got there, there was some souls that, that was waiting. Wow. And I got a chance to minister to some souls. And after I ministered and did what God told me to do, then God opened up the door. And guess what? After that, he dropped all charges. Wow. No yeah. charges. No record. It is a testimony, Mm -hmm. and it's looked like I've never been there. Now, we're going to take a quick call, and all the callers that are listening uh, to this broadcast uh, via Internet, uh, we only have two minutes for you to get in a quick question, and uh, Prophet Rivers will address your question. Okay, caller? Hi, Prophet Rivers. Hi. I heard you was uh, when you was talking a little while ago. You were saying something about women can be rebuilt. Yes. So, um, could you, if you had um, a strategy for us women to be rebuilt, what would you, you know, how would you are, you know, how would you go about telling us how to proceed on being rebuilt? That's a good question, and thank you for calling in. Okay, the number one thing that I would tell you how to be rebuilt. Number one. Um, you got to go to God. There's no way outside of God. Like I tell people, you can go to the best counselor. But like I tell you, once you don't went to the best counselor, you need to go to God because He the one gonna restore you. Amen. Uh, that's where you're gonna get your restore back to is through God. And there's a scripture that I wrote down, um, which I gave out early. Remember Isaiah 53 and 5, and also in the Word of God. Um, is in Psalms 147 and 3, where he began to say that he would heal the brokenhearted and he'll begin to bind up your wounds. And you can be able to reveal, because once, like I tell anybody, if you get the word in you and apply that word, baby, you can reveal back. I don't care. You may be in the rubbish right now. Mm-hmm. You may be saying, I'm a woman, I'm toe up from the flow up. All right. But guess what, baby? God can put all those pieces back together again, and God can make you look like you never went through what you went through. Yes, he can. But uh, what you got to do is just have the faith and trust God. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to trust God. There's no other way around it. You're going to have to trust God in this season of your life to put back everything. And like I tell every person. The person that hurt you, number one, you've got to forgive them. Wow. That's how your healing is going to take place. Wow. Forgiveness is going to have to take root in you. You're going to have to forgive. All right. We're going to take one more quick call before we go to break. And when we go to break, we're going to come back. And Prophet Rivers is going to answer the question. Now that we understand brokenness a little bit better yeah. and how to get through some things, through her own personal testimony, that's it. Yes. she's going to answer for us, how do you lead while I'm bleeding? And we're going to go ahead and take this quick call, and then we're going to go to break. All right. Caller, who, who's on the line? Oh, uh, yes. This is um, Kanisha. Hi, Kanisha. What is your question? My question is, when you broke in, how how is you able to move on, you know, when you don't want to forgive? 
and you don't want to forget it, and you're still holding it, how can you move on and go forth in God when you still have that bitterness there and it still hurts you bad? Thank you so much for calling in. Okay, I'm glad you asked. And that's a very good question. Oh, my God. And I heard you said something. And when you said something that you don't want to forgive, guess what? When you said that, that's going to keep you on lockdown. Okay. <laughs> because the fact you you will never move on until you forgive. Mm-hmm. And there will come a point in your life that you will forget because God says, even when we sin, that he said that he cast our sin in the sea of forgetfulness mm-hmm. and he remember them no more. Yes. So, baby, young lady, young woman, all of for you to move on, you're going to have to forgive and number one, you got to forgive yourself and the person that hurted you. Guess what? You know, there are some coping skills that you need to really begin to deal with. There are some behavior tools for you to overcome difficult uh, situations. Um, things that, number one, you got to learn how to feel good about yourself. Wow. Because if you don't pick up your esteem, you will not, you will always, you know, he left me like this, this is where I'm going to remain. No, mm-hmm. baby. No, baby. Pick up the pieces. Pick up your uh, low self-esteem. Tell yourself, you know what, girl, I'm better than this right Amen. here. You know what, I may got hurt this time around. Mm-hmm. But all men is not like this. That's right. Because guess what? I'm a ruby, I'm a diamond in the rough that, that has not been discovered just yet. And you know what? I'm not going to call it a quit because of this blow. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be an overcomer. Amen. And you can be an overcomer. So like I said, just learn how to deal with your emotions. Yes, there may be times that you're going to hear even a song, sometimes music will take you back in a place sure to will. start that pain back all over again. Ooh, so you may have to just get away from that. Um, the most sad songs, the most dreary songs that's going to bring stuff up in. And, you know, you just got to get over, you know, the anger uh, when you start feeling rejection, the bitterness and the sadness, what happened in the breakup. Because if you don't, you will always be on this roller coaster Man. ride. And the, you know what a roller coaster do to take you up? and down, round and round, up and down. Guess what? But God have not attended for you to remain In on the situation. roller coaster ride. Because guess, guess what? There is help for you. Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. And again, when we come back after this very, very quick break, Providence Rivers is going to answer the question, how, how do you leave while bleeding. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Awesome.
Alright, I got testimony. And indeed, Crosses Rivers had several testimonies. Yes, she did. Uh, before we went to break, um, there we were talking about how do we uh, help people in the ministry who were broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now we want to talk about how do you lead while bleeding. And there were several callers who called in uh, during the break, and I do understand, you know, you had to hang up because, you know, we, you know, we uh, were taking our little break. But you can call back, and the number is there if you're out on on the site, and just call back in. And we do appreciate your calls. We're going to try to get to uh, questions in, but please limit your questions uh, to no longer than uh, two minutes. And that's that's a, a essay. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, do call in, and she she's gonna answer the questions. So, how do you lead? What once that attack has happened, and uh, and and that soft spot is hit, how do you lead while bleeding? Okay. You can lead while you're bleeding. Because guess what? Sometimes the hurt run real deep, and it begin to gap up the wounds while you're bleeding. Mm. And sometimes, as a pastor, I'm speaking from as a leader perspective. Mm-hmm. You silent weeping, silent. Nobody knows. You silent weeping, are waiting for someone who can offer medicine. And that's nowhere but from heaven. Mm-hmm. Now, you have a, a caller, and uh, we're going to take that. Uh, caller? Hi, T. Payne. Hi, Dr. Bishop. Hey, Hi, how are you? I don't really have a question. I'm good. The, the show is just awesome. I don't really have a question. I just want to say, oh, this is just so encouraging, you know, how you explaining everything about being broken and how you're taking us from every aspect of what a woman faces day to day. And not only are you doing that, you're telling us how to rebuild. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the show. And just thank you, Prophet, for speaking into the airwaves. It just encourages us, the women, and just the, the women of God, the people of God, that we can rebuild and we can yeah. move on. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for calling yeah. in. Thank you so much thank for calling you. in. And, and we do appreciate, uh, you know, uh, you, Pastor Rivers, for coming in. Yeah. This is very, very needed yeah, this type of is. platform. And and indeed, uh, during the break, she said that she would be back. Yeah. She yeah. would be back um, because uh, when we're dealing with issues inside the church, and we call these segments inside the church, when we're dealing with issues inside the church, there are things that women need to hear. Here, that only another seasoned woman who's been through it, yeah. oh my God, can yeah. explain. Yeah. And we don't really have that. Yeah, that's it. You're right. And I'm just believing after this, while I was sitting here in the chair, I just heard the Lord begin to tell me. He says, "Today, I'm getting ready to birth the conference mm-hmm. out of this." Oh my, my God. God! Oh my God! I just heard that. Well, you know <laughs> well, what? I'm there to help. I'm that's there, it. Me too. I'm there that's to help. It. <laughs> and I, I, I feel this because I, I'm really. I feel God, I'm, I'm here on the air, but I can hear God speaking as well. Amen. Wow. And God say, I'm getting ready to birth a healing conference. Amen. That is much needed. 
Yes, wow. it is. So I'm just believing God. We're gonna set, you know, get the cattle out. Let's try to set and start this because you know mm-hmm. what? As leaders, women, men, people need to be healed. Yeah. Well, now since you're bringing this up and we are on the air, yes, we are. We were looking to have you come to a, a women's conference yes. this July. Yes, we were. And calling <laughs> it a radical women's conference, dealing with some of these topics that yes. we're My talking God, about. I'll be glad to. Mm-hmm. I'll no be problem. glad to. Okay. okay. And I just, you know, as I'm sitting here, I just heard the Lord say, citywide tour. Wow. Jesus. So guess what? <laughs> Y'all better get ready. Oh, we All are right, ready. We're ready. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, and like I told him last night, I'm, I'm already calling the airplane in because I, I have need of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. The buses. I, I see this. Amen. This is going to be citywide. Amen. Wow. And I'm so glad that you all kind of not robbed to call in. It's an honor. Mm-hmm. You all to call me in. Somebody that's saying, you know, I don't have no mask on. I'm I'm very transparent. The way I'm transparent now, I'm transparent the same way in my pulpit. I don't hide anything from my people. You know, if I'm hurting, I'm just hurting. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I'm going to tell you, we can overcome. We're going to get through this. Amen. And we don't have so many leaders that are really taking the mask off. Well, the people that sit in the pew can be healed for real. That's right. Yeah. And see, and, and the thing is, a lot of times, people think that they're not supposed to be hurt because some leaders will make it seem like that's a sin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. You know, and, and can you speak to that a little bit? It's not a sin because we all go through. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. He said, test us and try you. Yes. You must endure. You yes. must. You and must. like I tell people, your trial may not be my trial. Mm-hmm. And like I tell people, God got everything for everybody yes, made. Tell them made. Yes, he do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell them made. Mm-hmm. So my try is telemate for me. That's right. Mm-hmm. And there may be some pastor out there that say, well, I disagree. You know, I, I disagree with her uh, that I got to go to jail. That's not my testimony. Maybe it's not your testimony. <laughs> but this was telemate for right. Prophetess yes. Rivers. Right. Yes. Much is given, much is required. That's right. So whatever it takes for God to launch me into my destiny, mm-hmm. some things you just have to endure and right. go through. Yeah. But guess what? It's for embezzlement. Right. And it's for to help somebody else in the kingdom. Yeah. See, only you have the grace to do what is inside of you. That's it. And God actually brings that out of us. You know, um, and we often talk about this, uh, Dr. Bishop, you and I, you know, um, who can compete with God's grace? Wow, yeah. You know, because uh, there's a measure of grace that's given to yes, each one is. of us yes. according to the gifts that are inside of us. But now, here, here's the thing. And, and this is a question. Mm-hmm. Even though you know that you are gifted and that there's anointing that is on your life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden get hit, you get you get hit, and you start asking God questions. Well, why do I have to keep getting up doing this? Yes. These are the very same people who are talking about me, dogging me out. These are the very same people who don't want me to help them. Yeah. Right. But yet you keep sending me there when I really don't want to be there. It's almost like having a, a Jonah moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What do you say about that? <laughs> well, what I would say about that, that would take you back to knowing your true assignment. Okay. <laughs> your true assignment. Because the fact is, when you really know your true assignment, you get past people. Okay. Yes. And yes. I have overcome preach people. Preach to me. Preach to me. I have overcome people. 
And when you overcome people, you can obey God. Okay. Because guess what? God said, that's where I'm going to send you to. I'm going to send you to the wolves. Oh, wow. I'm gonna send you to Goodness. the people that hate on you. Oh, wow. I'm gonna send you to the folks that talk about you. Oh, Lord. I'm gonna send you to the folks that scandalize you. Yes, I'm gonna yes. send you to the folks that smiling in your face and getting up talking about you at the same time with the microphone. <laughs> but I'm gonna allow you to continue to go in those places because God said it's not even about them. Mm-hmm. I got you on a kingdom assignment. Wow. And like I tell people, when you know your kingdom assignment and your high calling. Which is in Christ Jesus. Okay, and knowing who down. you are, you will go. Yes. And you know what? You won't even get upset. You know what? I, I don't even charge people. To folks that I know have done me wrong, you know what? I still pray for them. Because where I'm at in this hour, I'm not where people think I'm at. Wow. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to try to find out what, why you said this about me. No, baby, I'm going to stay on my face. Wow. I, I'm, I'm going to stay in the presence of God. Because you know what? That's one battle that God told me, this battle ain't yours, girl. Mm-hmm. That battle belongs to me. So I, I, I'm learning now. I'm not fighting stuff that God done took care of. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So I just learned to go to God because one thing about God, he affirms me. He give me the assurance mm-hmm. that if don't nobody else love me, I love him. All wow. right. Wow. And that goes back. Amen. God he is love. Yes, he yes, is. He Glory is. to God. I say he is love. Yes, yes, he is. And, and one thing he reminds me, what keeps me gone, Minister Trey, and woman of God, what keeps me gone? He said, I'm going to spread the table in the presence of your enemy. Wow. So guess what? I, I thank God because every time people talk about you and run you down, that's promotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's elevation. Wow. So when you know who you are and yeah. who you are, you don't let that affect that's you. Right. Because no, you like I right. said, I'm on assignment. I'm just going to keep going forth. And God gave me some things to really to put in the lives of the people, special as leader, leading people, and they are hurting. And God began to give me this, and this is going to be in my book, um, actual, that's about three or four more books that's in me. And this is a potion. This is a potion of it, and, I, and it was six things that God gave me. Uh, can I share those six things to yes, a, a leading leader? Yes, please do. Um, please. Number one is, it said, remember, it was God who called you. Amen. And, and that's what I... This is one thing when you know that God called you. It is no mishap that uh, he did not call you. He called you. Guess what? And he began to say that um, that the defined moment for you came when the eternal God, the divinity, reached down and touched the ordinary person like you into humility. And he made you to do extraordinary things. Wow. Did y'all catch that? Yes. Oh, I yes. caught it. Oh, yeah. And I caught them holding on to Oh, yes. Yeah. You may be the ordinary person, yeah. but he said, I call you and I chose you for this task where you can do extraordinary yeah. things. Yeah. In other words, I paraphrase and break it down. You're not going to do like everybody else. Amen. Yeah. I allowed yeah. you to deal with that. Amen. So, um, number one, I would tell them, remember, it was God who called you. And the second thing. I want to encourage any uh, leader, anybody in leadership, not just for sex as a uh, pastor, anything uh, that God have gave you governor over to lead. Remember, you're not alone. Mm. That's one thing you've got to know in this whole process. Anything you're dealing with, you are not alone. Because, you know, it's going to come days that you just feel like that you're the only one facing crisis. There may be nights that may be long and the ministry may become very heavy. And you may say, God, I don't know how much longer 
that I can bear this. But remember, the weight of what you're going through Amen. is the weight of the glory. Wow. Oh, y'all just missed that. Oh, I didn't miss it. I'm going to wait. I believe I said that again. Say it again. The weight of what you are carrying, you are dealing with. Yes. That's the weight of the glory. Wow. So God said, I'm allowing you to go through that heaviness, that period, that hard thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what you do not know, that's going to determine the glory that I'm releasing in Amen. your life. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> my God. My God. My God. People may think I'm crazy, no, but well, you know what? No. I'm in this season in my life. I said, God, I thank you for the trial. Mm-hmm. I thank you for the tears that I'm shedding. Because every time that I shed a tear and go through the trial, it's like I come out with more glory. Yes. I come out with greater and anointing. Yes. Yes, right. yes. And come out stronger. Wow. So that's what I want to let someone know that uh, you're not alone. And one thing about the Holy Spirit, it's on assignment to comfort you. Wow. Oh, yeah, the Holy Spirit will comfort you. When yes. nobody else? Yes, he will. He yes, will comfort yes, you. Yes, Even yes, at that moment, I, I want to um, put this in there as a woman or a man, your wife. Uh, there may be a man right now. Listen, the wife maybe don't walk out on him, but can I tell you the Holy Spirit? He, he will uh, uh, comfort you. Yeah. It may be a woman that's saying, you know, I'm left with the children. My husband done abandoned me. No, baby, you're not abandoned. You're not alone. Because God yeah. said, I will send the Holy Spirit, which is your comfort. Yeah. And yeah. that's all you need. Yeah. And that's what people think. A man and a woman complete them? No, baby. No, they do not. Your complete is in Jesus. That's right. <laughs> He's the one, the God, the creator. He's the one going to complete you. That's right. Uh, uh, no, no, no. He, he's the Godhead. He's the one that going to complete you. Yeah. And the third thing, you got to remember your mission. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Remember your mission. And if you remember... Your mission, remember, like I tell people, I'm the under-shepherd, and God is the great shepherd. And one thing about it, I'm just representing what he told me to do and and placed upon me to lead his sheep. Mm -hmm. So I know there are times that you're going to get right. Some sheep will bite you. Oh, yes. I come to tell the pastor, don't don't feel bad when the sheep that switch over to a goat and bite you. Because it will happen. But guess what? Oh, yeah. But guess what? It's a message in all of that. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. It's a message in all of that. Because God began to tell me, he said, daughter, you the pipe. And he said, I'm the water. Wow. Oh, you just missed that. Wow. He said, you the pipe, Mm -hmm. and I'm the water. And he said, you the vessel, and he said, I'm the pie. My God. Hallelujah. And he said, your mission is to reach and reap the ripened harvest. That is waiting for you. Wow. That's why. Oh, did you hear that? I heard, yes, heard it. That. Did you hear that? Like I told them, God told me. He said there's about four thousand souls that I'm about to allow you to reach before June. My God. And the church may thinking, oh wow, she's saying four thousand souls. Some of them may say, how's that gonna happen? How's these souls gonna come up in here? It's happening right now. Amen. Even Amen. over the airways. Even right. over the airways. Right. Even places that I'm getting ready to travel, the, the, the city tour, mm-hmm. that we're getting ready to That's break right. out what we're hey, doing now. Uh, it's going to happen. That's right. Listen, boys, yeah. Yeah. we're there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, no. God don't have a, no mishap that I'm in here in the, 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 the what's the DA zone. 
with the T-Pain. Zone. The, zone. With t- the Zone. With the Zone. With T-Pain. T-Pain. With T-Pain. Bishop. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you know, something is going on up in here, up in here. Glory to God. See, I, I, I feel like I'm telling them, you know, some, you know, they tell me up there in Atlanta, you know, she just a man of save and she just a man of get off. <laughs> No, you know what that means? What that means? She keep it real. She keep it real. That's right. And I'm one prophet, and I'm going to keep it real. Because, you know, being dignified and deep is not going to help nobody. No, That's it's right. not. Because you getting up there doing your three points, your hum and let it, folks going back out the Ooh, door. Oh, I heard Stop. about three wow. points. Wow. Three oh. points, yeah. Three points. Oh, yeah, they three points and that hum and let it, and folks sitting down saying, if I don't hear something today, I'm about to end it. You know, come on, put that stuff aside. Yeah. Okay. Let's come be on real. With the word, and I'm with you yeah. on that. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And the fourth thing that I want to share, remember, as a leader, you've got to rest. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm learning this, y'all. <laughs> this was the hardest thing. And God told me every call is not an emergency. That's yes. right. Yes. You know, sometimes people call you if they dog bark too long. Pray for that. <laughs> oh, for real. So we got to learn as leaders, especially when you are, are going through your moment of dealing with your things, you got to learn, amen, to have rest. Because God choked, he took me to the word. Um, different times, if you go study the word, God preached, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. he rested. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He worked in miracles, then he, he re- fell away. Because yeah. guess what? He had to go back and repre- replenish. Yes. And a lot of times he pulled away from his disciples. Yes, he did. So this is what I'm really, I'm telling God, help me in this area. Every leader need a vacation. Yes. Amen. They, Amen. They need a moment of vacation. Even Jesus took a vacation. That's yes. it. Jesus took a rest. Yes, so I'm learning that it's so necessary. And my unbearers get on me all the time. Prophet, you need the rest. But I guess I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. I have a heart for the you people. Gotta rest. But I know it's so significant yes. that you got to take rest. Yes. So the sixth thing that I want, the fifth thing that I want to leave with you, remember to preach what you practice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you, you, you may be wounded sometimes. This is a tough one as as a pastor. Begin to preach forgiveness. Okay, you know, I've been so hurt, I ain't going to forgive, but you got to practice what you preach. That's right. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I learned to practice what I preach. If forgiveness, if I preach forgiveness to the people, guess what? That got to be a part of me. Yeah. Guess what? It got to start in me. Yeah. So like I said, it is to preach to others and tell other folks, you got to be healed, you got to be delivered, you got to be set free. But when the, when the, 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 the table changes, it's back on you. And you cannot do it, but you got to practice what you preach. Yes. And the last thing that I want to leave with the people, remember your reward. Amen. Or out in the world. Amen. Remember you're reaching somebody. Mm-hmm. There are some souls need you. So like I said, whether anybody walk up and tell you we're going to give you this for that, uh-uh. Labor. For the gospel. Labor for don't, the gospel. Don't look for money. That's right. Like I tell people, you know, come on, all the time getting paid. God the one going to pay you. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. do what God has commissioned for you to do. That's because guess what? A true servant, God going to take care of you. Yeah. And I, ooh, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I tell people, <laughs> you, you ain't got to pimp nobody from no pulpit, baby. Just preach Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honey, God will send you what you need and through the door. And when you know yeah. that God yeah. would take care of you. Yes, he will. And you see someone who uh, is always trying to pimp others. Yeah. you like, okay, wait a minute. I, I've experienced God taking care of me through yeah. this. That's it. Okay, we got time for one, the last point. That's it. And he'll begin to tell you, you know, he, he'll give you double honor. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, a workman's word of his high. Mm-hmm. And all I do is just, like I tell folks, I, I walked away from two business. And 
guess what? God take good care of me. Yes. And he'll do that. And, yes. and nothing missing, nothing lacking, and nothing broken. Yes. Well, that is about all we have time for. Yes. And and I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, we got to do this again. Yes. yes. What a, what a I think we need to take a collection. Okay. I think we need to call we the got to community. do this again. <laughs> yes. I mean, man, I, I, I went by so fast. Yes, it did. It went by completely too fast. <laughs> it did. It did. But thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Indeed, you brought some very, very powerful, powerful words. But like always, I always leave the listeners saying, believe, act, and follow your destiny. Yes. And take the things that Prophet River said and apply them to these situations and the questions that we raised tonight. And I believe that you will receive what this woman of God said you will receive. Not only do I believe it, I know it, and I, I believe in practicing it. I often tell my mom, practice makes Perfect. Perfect. That's right. Okay, so keep practicing the right things that God has. And until next time, we love you. Thanks for listening. You've been in the zone with C-Pain and crew. And we'll see you the next time. God bless.